Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Scran. On this special partner episode, I investigate the famous Four Corners of Johnny Walker. Whilst most people, and not just whiskey drinkers, are familiar with this iconic Scottish brand, I wanted to look at the malts that combine to create Johnny Walker's iconic blends. First stop on my journey was Glenkinchy Distillery, the lowland home of Johnny Walker. On a tour of the distillery, I found out about its history, processes, characteristics and so much more. Here I witnessed some of the impact of an ongoing £185 million investment into Scotch whisky tourism in Scotland. As part of this project, each of the Four Corners visitors' experiences have been completely transformed. Great thing about these visitor experiences are that they are completely immersive and interactive. These are a world away from old school dark warehouse distillery visitor centres. These are they're immersive, they're exciting, and they're a great way to discover Scotland, but also the world of single malts and blends in Johnny Walker. I also chatted with ambassadors from the three other distilleries that make up the four corners, namely Cardew, Kalila, and Kleinleash each of which bring their own unparalleled flavour to the table. We're famous for this waxy, kind of light waxy body, which is really quite unusual with whiskey. It's more of a texture than a flavour. We have a really lovely kind of sweet floral nose and uh, an almost tropical fruit flavour because of our really long process. We really kind of slow batch everything so we've got very, very tall stills, which means we lose quite a lot of the peatiness to our distillation. So we get a kind of lighter smoke with a more kind of citrusy tone. To warn the people in the area that the customs and excisemen were coming, she would raise a red flag in her garden to let them know not to come. So this is where that red flag and that red colour kind of features throughout our branding. At Glenkinchy, I also met with Irvin Tchaikovsky, Global Ambassador for Diageo, who filled me in on all the exciting changes. Jack Lloyd guided us around the distillery. We think that our whisky, the flavour, comes from two places. Two key things, and that's people and place. The place is the thing that shapes the flavour of the whisky, the culture, the tradition and the history but it's the people that allow the whisky to taste the way it does day in and day out. I asked Irvin how each of the Four Corners whiskies contribute to Johnny Walker and how people discover these whiskies. Today we are at Glenkinchy, which is the Lowland home of Johnny Walker, but this is part of a larger whisky tourism infrastructure that contains the four corners of Scotland. So in the west coast we have Kalila, the island of Isla. In the north we have Kleinleash in the town of Brora. And on the east coast we have Cardew, the space-side home of Johnny Walker. And right at the centre of all of this is Johnny Walker Princess Street, which is somewhere we see people starting off their journey into the world of single malt. Now the great thing about these visitor experiences are that they are completely 
completely immersive and interactive. These are a world away from old school dark warehouse distillery visitor centres. These are, they're immersive, they're exciting and they're a great way to discover Scotland but also the world of single malts and blends and Jolly Walker. Each of them does something completely unique and it shows the versatility uh, and the breadth of flavour that we have in single malt. Like where we are today, for example, Glenkinchy, you're going to get what's going to have lots of honey notes, loads of floral notes. You can probably picture that walking through the garden. The West Coast is going to add smoke. Kalila is going to be like the seasoning of Johnny Walker Black label. Something that Johnny Walker Black is known for is this incredibly peated note that lengthens, adds depth, adds complexity. In the North Coast, we have Kleinleash, which is going to add a texture to Johnny Walker. It's got a famous note of kind of candle wax uh, and that kind of coastal salinity from the seaside. On the East Coast, you have the Speyside home, Cardo. Now that is all about fresh green fruit. This is light, it's cut grass. It's very, very, very the heart of so many Johnny Walker blends. People discover the Four Corners in different ways. Sometimes you may have discovered it in your home market. Scotch whisky is something that travels the world, but of course a lot of people are going to come here to Scotland. They may start their journey at Johnny Walker Princess Street and decide that they want to make the journey out to one of the other Four Corners. They may be a little more local to one of the other distilleries. These distilleries are geographically placed kind of perfect directions around Scotland. So you may find that you are closer to one of them. So you make your way to that and that's your place to start and that's how you start your journey. So I guess it changes depending on your locality, where you're based uh, and also what styles of whiskey excite you. You find that a lot of people will make this journey to Iowa because they are avid kind of heavily peated fans. So it can be a number of different things. Welcome to Glen Kinchy. We always start the tour here with a ring of the dramming bell. Now, if you're a local to Scotland, you might recognise the word dram, but if you come from further afield, I'll explain it to you now. A dram is a measure of whisky, and our bell used to hang the distillery back in the days when our workers were entitled to a little dram while they worked. Now, they didn't get Glen Kinchy 12-year-old single malt. They got new make spirit. 70% in strength, straight off the still, so you could imagine they'd be a little bit tipsy by the end of their working day. But <laughs> now the modern world has come along and health and safety, we do not dram our workers or our tour guides uh, anymore. So follow me this way, guys. So we think that our whiskey, the flavor comes from two places, two key things, and that's people and place. The place is the thing that shapes the flavour of the whisky, the culture, the tradition and the history. But it's the people that allow the whisky to taste the way it does day in and day out. And that is what this tour is about. We call it the journey of flavour because we're going on a journey to discover how we make the specific flavours of our Glen Kinchy whisky. Now, let's talk about that place. This is the Garden of Scotland. So what does that mean? Well, this area is fantastic for growing barley, which is the the only grain that we're allowed to use for our single malt whiskey. So when we talk about the Garden of Scotland, what things do we, do we think of? Well, we think of things like wildflowers, cut grass, and of course that barley. And funnily enough, those are the key nosing notes on our Glen Kinchy 12-year-old. So as we go throughout this tour, we're gonna to find out what our people do to our whiskey to make it taste that way. And the connection between us and Johnny Walker goes a long way back. In fact, it started in 1894 when the first few casts of Glen Kinchy were purchased to be used in a Johnny Walker blend. And actually, right now, we give 90% of our production to Johnny Walker for use in their various blends. 
that was Jack, our tour guide at Glenkinchy, but throughout this podcast I wanted to pause to take a step into the worlds of the other distilleries that make up the Four Corners to see just what each whiskey's unique contribution to Johnny Walker Black Label is. Here's Hazel Urquhart, Assistant Experience Events and Retail Manager at Kleinleash. Kleinleash is the Highland home of Johnny Walker. It's a relatively small distillery tucked away in the Highlands. We've been here for just over 200 years. Kleinleash is Johnny Walker's Highland home. We're situated in the small town of Brora near Sutherland. But the cool thing about Kleinleash is the waxy quality. We're famous for this waxy, kind of light waxy body which is really quite unusual with whiskey. It's more of a texture than a flavour. We have a really lovely kind of sweet floral nose and uh, an almost tropical fruit flavour because of our really long process. We really kind of slow batch everything. Our fermentation time is longer than most other distilleries. We have a long mash. Lots of the the actual production process is is longer than than the norm and that gives us a really sweet tropical flavour. Can you tell us a bit about how Johnny Walker and Kleinleash kind of came together for this partnership, like, you know, the history of that? It was when Alexander Walker, John Walker's grandson, was really starting to franchise the business. He was looking for Highland malts to contribute to his blends, really to get obviously a a real wide flavour profile of Scotland and the first bottle that Johnny Walker brought out was old Highland malt so we have to assume that a lot of Kleinleash was in there because we were yet absolutely one of the first ones to go in it was only about two years after we started here that we became a contributor into Johnny Walker and still to this day 95% of the whiskey that we make here at Kleinleash goes into Johnny Walker. I think Kleinleash is quite an exciting distillery to visit because even if you've been to other distilleries it's really quite different. I suppose our special feature really is our story room which is a special interactive room. We call it the story room because you get our story. It's a really immersive interactive space. I really don't want to spoil it by telling you too much but when you say kind of interactive or immersive experience people think they're going to go in and watch a video but it's a lot more than that. Our flavour journey tour You spend about half an hour to 45 minutes in there, and that's really the length of a regular tour. So that that gives you a lot of the local history, kind of the general history of the Highlands and of Scotland, and and then it goes into our history as a distillery and our relationship with Johnny Walker and the creation of Johnny Walker, really. So, yeah, you really get a lot of, of information in that, which it's really nice for a lot of people who are maybe the spouse who's been dragged along to a distillery or the bored child, or somebody who's, even the whiskey buffs who have already been to lots of other distilleries, it's, it's a little bit different and it's very engaging. So I think that's really the fun feature about our experiences here at Kleinleash. Another favourite part of our experience is our bar. We've got this really, really beautiful sea view bar. It's just, it's so cool and modern and, and really quite unusual. But then at the same time, you've got this stunning view over rolling hills and fields and you know highland cows and you can see the sea it's a a beautiful sea view bar it looks out to the east so it's really a wow moment when people come into our bar everyone's always saying oh my goodness I can't believe this is here and 
how did I not know this was here? Especially when the local people first came in, everyone was really blown away. And now, now the locals are in all the time, bringing in friends, visiting or coming in for teas and coffees and cocktails. But with Kleinleash, we've got quite a cult following. We're really usually one of the favourites amongst whiskey drinkers. I think because we're a little bit nestled away, a lot of the people that we see, they're either doing the North Coast 500 or they've sought out the distillery because, oh, I'm a whiskey drinker and Kleinleash is my favourite. You know, we hear that all the time. So the fact that we've got a lot of bottles in the shop that you can only buy here at the distillery, that's quite a, a favourite aspect as well because people come in and they've heard about the fill your own bottle or our distillery exclusive and they want to get their hands on it for themselves i think even if you visited johnny walker at princess street you should still come to the four corners sites because each one offers something really interesting and unique when you go to johnny walker you get the final product which we're really proud of and you get to try some really delicious blends but you should come and experience what makes up those blends. And each of the sites is so different and has so much to offer that it would be a shame if you didn't visit at least one on your travels. Yeah, there's loads of cool things to, to learn about Kleinleash. Come and find out more. Here's Irvin again talking about the origins of the Four Corners distilleries. So the great thing about the distilleries of the Four Corners and quite a lot of distilleries in Scotland is these would have started as a cottage industry. These were farms. The first thing they do is you produce barley and that is primarily to feed your family. The barley that you have left over is turned into a beer. When the beer starts to turn, we have found a way as Scots because we don't like wasting anything to distill it into spirit that lasts literally and figuratively forever. These Whiskies from these tiny towns in Scotland, like Glencinchie, like Kleinleash, like Cardew, like Kalila, have found their way into a blended whisky in the form of John Walker, whiskies Johnny Walker, and they have found themselves shipped round the world. It has literally turned from a small farmyard cottage industry into a global icon. We continued our visit to Glencinchie and an immersive part of the tour. So, welcome to our sensory room. Now, we call this room the sensory theatre, a room that's slightly dark. The light sort of plays upon the room. We've got a beautiful multimedia table in front of us that's fully interactive here. And the purpose of this room is to activate your senses. We have three bell jars. We don't want to give too much away, but I hadn't come across anything like this before in my previous distillery visits. If you visit Glenkinshie, this is where you'll be getting involved in a cool, interactive experience that will surprise your senses. Jack led the way as we continued the tour. Glenkinshie was one of the first distilleries in Scotland to open up a museum to Scotch whisky. Quite amazing, really. So we're in the mill room now. We always like to point out our mill here at Glenkinchy because it's a bit of an antique. We've had this mill since the 1970s and it operates for us nine times per week, all year round. We like to joke about this mill because the company that built it, Porteous, were so good at building mills, they put themselves out of business. Reason being, you buy a Porteous mill, you never have to buy another one. <laughs> We've entered now into the mash house. Now, the first thing that hits you in the mash house is almost a smell like a farm. You smell grain, cooking grain smell. 
I met Joanne Henderson, Assistant Experience and Events Manager for Cardew, who told me all about this whisky and the part it plays in the Johnny Walker blends. Cardew is the space-side home of Johnny Walker. We were the very first distillery that Johnny Walker purchased back in 1893 and we were supplying our liquid for the blend before that as well. Cardew was founded by, first off, it was Helen Cumming who started distilling illegally in 1811 and while her husband John was working the Cardew farm. To warn the people in the area that the customs and excise men were coming, she would raise a red flag in her garden to let them know not to come. So this is where that red flag and that red colour kind of features throughout our branding. In 1824 is when we started distilling legally and it was passed on to Helen's daughter-in-law, Elizabeth. So she was the one who really brought the brand forward to what it's known for today. And so when you see the female silhouette on the bottle with the flag, that's Elizabeth carrying on Helen's legacy. So Cardew is a very sweet whiskey, very typical of Speyside. You're going to get your orchard fruit, so apple, pear types of notes coming through. And you'll also get some vanilla honey sweetness as well. It's a, a very classic Speyside whiskey. Some of our cocktails that we serve in the bar really play on those flavours. So, for example, we have our classic Elphizabeth cocktail. This is a Cardew 12 with sugar syrup and some sparkling wine and a little bobbing apple, just bringing it back to that sort of key characteristic of Cardew. We also have our spirit safe soda. So this is very much a signature of Cardew. The pear aroma you get as you come down the steps to the spirit safe. It's that really strong pear note that you get there. So we have our spirit safe soda, which is our Cardew served with pear soda to really enhance that flavour coming through. And what would your visitors sort of comment on the most when they when they come to Cardew? I think our story is one of the key things, the uniqueness of having female founders and strong pioneering women that really brought the the brand to where it is today. And also just generally the people we have working here. Everyone always comments on the warm welcome that they receive, which is really what Helen and Elizabeth were like in the community as well. So it's great that we're carrying on their legacy in that way. And we have a short animation that tells the story of uh, Cardew. And I think everyone... Um, gets quite emotional when we see it and things so to see other people getting as sort of emotional and passionate about about Cardew's is sort of really lovely to see I would say. Yeah it's a good film. That's very good. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite a unique story in terms of for the time you know these two women who were not only were running a business but they became very successful and also Johnny Walker bought their business so what is the, the main tie with Johnny Walker what was it that Cardew brings to the blend? When Johnny Walker first started using Cardew single malt for their blends it was because it was consistent one of the key things that Helen and Elizabeth and um, they you know they maybe didn't increase the production size the way that everyone else in the area was at the time they were really focused on making sure the quality of Cardew stayed the same and that was something that Johnny Walker appreciated that they could rely on Cardew to be consistently good quality so that's where that kind of comes from and it brings a fresh fruitiness to them as well so there was a number of blenders that wanted to purchase Cardew but Elizabeth was quite reluctant to to sell and she wanted to make sure that the company that it went to kind of still had the sort of models and ideals of Cardew and that's why it was Johnny Walker that was selected. That strong sort of family connection was definitely something that she was looking for when she was finally happy to sell. And it's amazing to think that these things from so long ago are still going now. Yeah, it's it's incredible and I think as well like with the guests coming through the door and 
there's always some sort of family connection to distilleries, especially in this area. And it's great to hear those stories and know that we're carrying on something that means quite a lot to other people, even if they've never visited us before. They might have shared a dram of cardio with their, their grandfather or something like that. And when they tell you those stories, you realise that you're part of something quite special. Now we go back to Glenkinchy to continue our tour. Before we move on to the next part of the process, I want to talk to you about one of our favourite stories at Glen Kinchy. Um, you know, we're part of Diageo, it's, it's a large company, but we still feel very connected to the community here. And we like to talk about the photos on the wall here. So we call this room the Generations Room. We have photos from the bottom of the wall right up to the top of the workers of Glen Kinchy throughout the year. And there's one particular family that we love to talk about, and it's the Christie family. The Christie family appear in quite a number of those photos and they can trace their family back for five generations here with our Sean Christie, who still works here today. In fact, he's actually next door on the MASH panel right now. There's his granddad there. So his granddad's there getting his 30 years of service and he's also got a relative in that photo there from 1924. So despite us being part of one of the biggest Scotch companies in the world, we feel very connected here at Glen Kinchy with stories like Sean Christie and his family there. Well done, you've noticed the dog there. Now, if any of you have been to Glen Kinchy, have noticed the statue in front of the distillery, it's Johnny Walker, the striding man, plus a Scottish deerhound. That dog's called Bruce, and he was the rodent catcher of Glen Kinchy, and he's in that photo there from the 1920s. So Bruce is another character that we love to talk about at Glen Kinchy as well. The final one of the four corners is arguably the most recognisable, Kalila. Hailing from the Western Isles can only mean one thing, Pete. I met Kirsty Bassnett, Assistant Manager of Experience and Events, who shared with me her passion for the whisky and Isla. Kalila Distillery is hidden in the coast of Isla, so it's just next to Port Askeg. It was founded by Hector Henderson in 1846. It produces the most here on Isla. So its job is to give to the Johnny Walker blends and also our single malt whiskies that we're very famous for also. Isla is known for its peated whiskies. So our whiskey is peated, so we get that lovely kind of smoke profile coming through on our whiskies. Compared to other distillers in the Isla also, we're not as heavily peated. So it is a really good introduction into the kind of peaty whiskey world if you're just kind of starting off your journey. So we've got very, very tall stills which means we lose quite a lot of the peatiness through our distillation. So we get a kind of lighter smoke with a more kind of citrusy tone. The fabulous four corners obviously make up the Johnny Walker profile, but Kalila's main job in Johnny Walker is to make that lovely smoky profile coming through. So your double black, your black, your red, any little hint of smoke that you can taste coming through that Johnny Walker is usually came from ourselves over here in Kalila. Nice. What's the kind of origin story of Kalila? Because I think it's got quite a long history. Yeah, we do actually. So we've actually, we've got an inventory list here at Clila and that says, that states that we've been given to Johnny Walker since 1897 is the first kind of recollection we have of the grocer's inventory. So we've been really part of Johnny Walker for a long, long time. So it's really good with this amazing new visitor centre to be able to champion that fact that we're so happy to have this relationship with Johnny Walker and be so proud to be part of such a special company. And so you've mentioned your new visitor centre. Is there anything in particular that visitors sort of comment on when they come to see you? Yeah, so we've actually had quite a lot of feedback that is so unexpected when you walk in to this new amazing visitor centre. You know, the island is so kind of 
old worldly when you come to Isla and we've got this thing called Isla Time. We're so, so proud to have this new visitor centre to showcase what really Clela is all about. So on the entrance, we have the most beautiful walkway bridge coming down over the top of the visitor centre with the most gorgeous views um, across over to Jura. Even the welcome that the entrance has to offer is stunning and so, so different compared to what people were used to. So to have this new visitor centre, people are wowed when they first come in and they tend to gravitate towards the kind of bar area because it's this kind of showcase piece in the middle of the room so it's beautiful it's stunning it's very very high end it's beautiful so people tend to come to the bar but I think the thing that most people talk about is probably the views from our booth so we have sunken booths and behind the bar have big big bifold sliding doors so you could sit there all day and a sip on your Kalila whiskey or your highball, your Johnny Walker highball, and the doors open right out. So you can actually just feel that lovely breeze coming from the sound of Isla and that gorgeous view of the Paps of Jura. We have two experiences at the moment. We have the Flavour Journey, which is the kind of main tour, and we also have an experience called the Spirit of Smoke, which is a cash joy experience in our maturation area. So lots to do, lots to see. Um, and the nice thing as well is they don't all need to be bookable. You can just show up still spend a couple of hours with us and enjoy the scenery and the whiskey as well that sounds amazing so Kirsty, what do visitors find most surprising when they come to Kalila on the flavor journey I think people are most surprised actually at how much Johnny Walker is a big part of Kalila we've actually had a lot of visitors that think that Johnny Walker is actually American so we're always very glad to be able to tell them that actually we've got such Scottish roots and our great relationship with them so that's usually the feedback also so the actual location itself as well. People are never finished taking photos when they go on the tour here at Kila. They reckon that we have one of the best views in whiskey and that comes from our still house and also from those tasting booths um, underneath um, situated at the bar as well. So I think it's one of the most photogenic tour routes that you can find. So that's probably the feedback we mostly get on the flavour journey. The spirit of smoke who doesn't like pulling drams straight from a cask in a maturation area. The new visitor centre is built in our old warehouses. So we actually still store a lot of casks here. To be in amongst all these casks maturing away, you don't get a better experience than being right in there with it. Having all these smells and, you know, the atmosphere in there is incredible. Pulling whiskey straight out of a cask, ones that are never going to be bottled and bought, is an experience in itself. So we move into the fermentation room now and the first thing that hits you here is that smell. It smells alcoholic straight away. But the second thing to hit you is the craftsmanship of these wooden vessels we're looking at. Now we call them washbacks. Now if you can imagine a wooden barrel that could hold 50,000 litres of liquid, that's what we're looking at right now. Now these washbacks, the wood is quite interesting. The wood doesn't come from Scotland, it comes from North America. We need very, very large trees here. These washbacks are built bespoke and they're built with five metre long planks. We're moving into the still house and again, the first thing that hits your senses is the smell and the heat. This is the hottest part of the distillery. So our stills are huge. They're shining, they're gleaming, they're copper and they're very big. In fact, we actually have the second biggest still in Scotland. It's actually the biggest on the mainland.
Sustainability is a big thing for us here at Glen Kinchy and, and we've got a Green Tourism Gold Award and we're quite proud of that. Energy saving methods, the, the heat exchangers, but other little things that we do that people might not know about. We have natural wetlands that accommodate birds, badgers, deer, otters. We also provide beehives throughout our gardens here. You know, we are the Garden of Scotland at Glen Kinchy, so we provide plenty of beehives to support the local bee population as well. There was so much to take in at Glen Kinchy, you've really only heard a fraction of what I experienced on the tour, but as you may expect with a distillery tour, it wasn't over until we tasted the whisky. We're going to start with our Glen Kinchy 12 year old, which is on the left hand side of the board. Now I want to start with the 12 year old because this is the one that we've been talking about all day. It's got some of the aromas that you might recognise from the sense room. So if you have a smell, is there anything that jumps out at you straight away? The grass. Grass? Excellent. So you've got the grassiness. For amateurs like us, it's quite hard to pick out all three of the flavours or aromas that we smelled in the sense room. For me, what jumps out is the cereal. You've had a little smell. I want you to do one more thing before you taste, and that's to have a little look at the appearance. And that's a, a, an often underestimated thing in whiskey tasting. So you already are halfway there. Start twirling the glass around and have a look at the way the liquid reacts with the glass. How do the oils in the whiskey react with the glass? And you find with Glen Kinchy 12, it's actually quite slow. It's quite a slow run down the glass there. When we talk about the design and the shape of our stills, it actually produces quite an oily spirit for us, quite a heavy spirit. So you see that in the whiskey there as well. Now go for your taste. So in terms of the flavour there, what do you think of that? Definitely getting the floral notes. It's light. Light whiskey. Do you find it smooth, easy to drink? So Glenkinchy is definitely described as an aperitif style whiskey. It's light, it's very easy to drink and it's got those nice fresh floral notes in it as well. We want you to think whiskey can be drank anyway, it genuinely it can. You know, we're not just saying this, we make it at Glen Kitchy for you to enjoy. And if you enjoy it in a highball, if you enjoy it with ice, if you enjoy it neat, that is up to you. We make it for you to enjoy. There's no judgment here about how you drink your whiskey at Glen Kitchy. As a global ambassador, Ervin knows a great deal about the Four Corners. He summarised for me what visiting these distilleries is all about. Today we are here at Glen Kinchy in Pink Caitlin, just a stone's throw from Edinburgh. And every single single malt story has a completely unique style of single malt to explore, but also it has unique stories attached to it. So whenever you go to any of the other Four Corners of Scotland, you're going to experience something that is immersive and experiential, but has its own unique story to tell. After you've done your interactive tour, there are many more things to do at Glenkinchy, but also at our other Four Corners sites. They all have amazing bars that feature cocktails that show single malt off in a versatile range of new and exciting drinks. We also have our retail spaces, which are incredible, bright and airy and welcoming spaces that feature products that you can only get at each of the four corners. These are things like bottle your own single malt, which everyone wants to do. You also have distillery exclusive bottles, bottles that are only available in that space. At each of our four corner sites and here at Glenkinchy, you have something for everyone. Whether you are a whiskey enthusiast, uh, whether you are brand new to whiskey, or whether you just enjoy a really good story, there is something for everyone. For example, you'll see our tasting board in front of you. There are three neat jams, um, but there is also a whiskey cocktail, and you of course have a different selection of food to pair with each of the whiskies at each distillery. We also have for the drivers, driver's packs, so that you can experience it whether you are driving or, or not. And you can take these packs home with you and remember the stories that you've heard that day, whether you're at one of the Four Corners sites or indeed at Johnny Walker, Princess Street. Thank you.
Thank you for joining us on the special partner episode of Scran. I'd like to thank all my guests for being part of it. Slanjava.